Welcome to Jared Talk Sports Week 9 recap of the NFL. I don't know. I think each week we're seeing the NFL is more confusing than ever. More things are unsettled than ever. And I think as fans, it's interesting, but I think some fan bases deserve more. Some fan bases are confused, and some fan bases, of course, are just like, I, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect, what's going on. And let's start with the Rams. What happened last night? Watching the game, had a vested interest in seeing the Rams win the game, supposed to win by seven, and Matthew Stafford, for the first time in his career, through basically two pick six back-to-back within 20 seconds. One was technically not a pick six, but basically they got it down to he's falling down in the end zone and he does a rookie mistake. Either take the safety or you know where you're at and you don't got anything, throw it away, or take the safety. Not throw the ball as you're being twisted to the ground right to a defender. And then even when after they overcame that, okay, you, you spotted the Titans 14 points. Okay. Doesn't mean you're necessarily going to win the game, but the rest of their drives, field goal, field goal, field goal. It was just like, this is supposed to be some great offense. It was hard to watch. The Titans defense that great? I mean, statistically, they're middle of the road. They've been improving, but without Derrick Henry, you got, you know, Adrian Peterson, who's 500 years old, is getting snaps and scored a touchdown last night. Just inexcusable at home, the Rams losing to the Titans at all, and then basically being handled and blown out with some really stupid passes by Matthew Stafford, who is have, having a, a great season so far. It just, it just was mind-boggling to watch. The Titans, I mean, are a good team, don't get me wrong, but you think without Derrick Henry, that would have been something different to watch, but it's just very frustrating um, if you're a Rams fan or just a fan of good football. It wasn't wasn't entertaining. I watched the Rams to be entertained, and that was not entertaining offense at all. And their defense, when they needed to make big stops, they couldn't. You can't fault them for the two pick sixes, but the other 14 points that were scored, um, you know, where were uh, this vaunted Rams defense with these big superstars? OBJ gone out of Cleveland. Cleveland Brown instantly better. Cleveland Browns instantly better. Is that not the case when OBJ leaves your team, the offense seems to run better. May doesn't equate to wins in a dysfunctional Giants organization, although they seem to be improving with their coach, their new, newer coach. But uh, OBJ, a cancer in the locker room, and he says, oh, I want to go to a contender. And the reports are out that if he does not go to a contender, there'll be problems in the locker room. What are you doing? What he's done his whole career is a cancer in the locker room, a waste of talent, He'll be an afterthought, you know, as time goes on and he's out of the league. He'll have a highlight or two you might go back and watch, but no, but not in a game that matters. And then there's reports that he wants to go to the Seahawks. So the Seahawks have a losing record. I know Russell, uh, Russell Wilson's been out, and that's definitely a big part of it, but that's the contender you want to go to? I don't think so. So uh, very interesting to see the Browns dominate the Bengals. The Bengals off of two terrible losses. Uh, terrible loss last week to the Jets, and then the Browns just blew them out 41-16. to 16. Another big story, the Cowboys coming back down to earth. The Cowboys benefit from the NFC East, just like the Washington football team did last year. A weak division where you can pick up pretty easy wins. And playing a Broncos team, the 500 team, I do like Teddy Bridgewater, and I think there's 
Panthers fans, including my wife, who's a big Panthers fan. I'm a Washington football team fan. I do support the Panthers as my second team, and I'll get to them in a minute and about how their fan base deserves more than what the offense is giving them. That is embarrassment, what happened yesterday with the Carolina Panthers as far as their offense is concerned. But the Cowboys, is this who the Cowboys are? A team that couldn't move the ball? The team, uh, Amari Cooper dropping passes right to his hands, wide open, Dak Prescott kind of looking pedestrian, and a Broncos team that has a decent defense and looked better without Von Miller. Um, and 30 to 16, that's not even, if you watch the game, that's that score is a lot closer than what actually happened. It was basically a pure domination on offense and defense by the Broncos in Dallas at Jerry World. So the Broncos, I don't know what it says about the Broncos. I think it says more about Dallas that maybe these early wins early on the season um, against, for the most part, sub-500 teams, who are they really? They did play a close game with Tampa Bay. Um, you got to give them credit for that. Tampa Bay is a tough out, and that's before Tampa Bay's secondary was decimated. So, you know, but they still lost. You know, you're talking about beating beating up on the NFC East and some other uh, other blowouts of teams that just aren't aren't very good. Other um, games of note, I think the media, of course, is going to overreact to Jordan Love. Oh, he had such a terrible first game. It's his first game. And yes, he was inaccurate, but about the same accuracy and completion percentage of uh, one Patrick Mahomes yesterday. I don't know what's wrong with the Chiefs offense. They have all the weapons. Mahomes has time sometimes. I mean, the offensive line is still shaky, haven't, hasn't quite got it together, but He's he's not he's not connecting on these deep passes, and I know a lot of teams are playing two deep safeties and basically say you're gonna have to beat us underneath and with your running game, and the running game is non-existent. But I think as was pointed out yesterday, I think it was um, uh, I think it was Joe Buck or Troy Aikman actually that was like, hey, you ran the ball first down, talking about Kansas City, you got eight yards, and you throw the next two plays, like they're giving you the run basically and daring you to run. And if you can establish the run, obviously, and of course Andy Reid knows this, but he's historically always passed more than run, even when that wasn't popular in the NFL. I remember when he was at the Eagles uh, years ago, and he passed the ball 66% of the time of the snaps were passes. And the NFL at the time was more of a 50-50 league. You ran the ball 50% of the time, passed it 50% of the time. And if you had a really good running game, it'd be more 60-40 run to pass. And so he's always seen the future and has been an innovator, but... They're not executing. I mean, lots of missed passes. Um, he seems shook. Patrick Mahomes, who seems so cool, calm, and collected, seems shook where multiple plays, when they go back and show it, Travis Kelsey is running wide open over the middle, right in front of his, right in his eye line, and he's going to like the first, the first read, like right away. I don't know. Something's off with them. If they can get that together, I think they can they can be back to some sort of contender. Their defense seems to shore up a few things, but it's hard to know against Jordan Love, who also has accuracy problems. But it's his first ever career start in Kansas City. And I believe he didn't even work with Devontae Adams except for on one day on Friday during walkthroughs. I mean, that's not a lot. But the media, of course, Jordan Love's not ready. He's not a he's not a franchise quarterback. We don't know that yet. He didn't look great, but he also didn't look terrible. He didn't cost them the game. Um he didn't help them 
I mean, he threw a touchdown, and um, I like to see him scramble a little bit more. But the rest of the media will talk about how Jordan loves a problem, and he's they shouldn't have picked him in the first round, and that could be part of the argument. But total overreaction for his first start ever in Kansas City, whether Kansas City's playing like they normally do, that's a loud, hard, hostile environment. And against Patrick Mahomes, who although having a down season, um, you know, it's got to be somewhat intimidating. Um, so yeah, the Chiefs don't know, but they're winning. They're you know they're above five hundred now. The Packers will be fine uh, with Aaron Rodgers. They probably would have won that game easily. Um, other teams that are continuing to march forward, the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals, as of today, have to be the favorites in the NFC. Um, I think other teams. There's a lot of questions. I think the Rams have a lot of questions. The Packers, you're going to have an angry Aaron Rodgers going forward with people raking him over the coals about his COVID treatment, um, and and then he's not happy they outed his personal choice when he didn't want it to be outed. Well, however you feel about COVID and the vaccines and all that, I mean, there's some animosity he has towards the NFL and the way they conduct him and the kind of the witch hunts they do if you don't go by some train of thought in the country, uh, that and he said woke train of thought, whatever you want to call it, then you're enemy number one. And should he be enemy, enemy number one? Absolutely not. But I don't know. Could that affect his play or will this help him play better? We'll see going forward. But the Cardinals, to me, are the team to beat as of right now. They stay healthy. I mean, Colt McCoy, who was a backup for a lot of teams, including my Washington football team, completed over 80% of his passes against the 49ers. Where is this genius uh, Shanahan? What's going on with Shanahan in this offense? Is it? It's not all Garoppolo. I know they had some injuries with running back, running backs. Kittle was back. They can't move the ball. I, I, I the 49ers to me are very um, perplexing. They have good defenders. They have they're healthy again on defense for the most part. This team, I mean, there's just not a playoff team. And Shanahan is what sub 500 now as a coach for the 49ers. Not saying he's not a good coach. I would take him in two seconds. In Washington, he was offensive coordinator there and probably should have kept him. Also with Sean McVay. Don't get me started on the Washington football team and all their mismanagement over the year, years, keeping Jay Gruden over these guys. But, oh, and they also had uh, uh, the Packers coach. It's just like, all right, we can't, we can't spot talent when it's literally right under our nose. Um, the Cardinals, definitely the favorites to win um, the NFC as of right now. The Chargers, close win. The team started off hot, close, come behind win come from behind win over the Eagles. The Eagles aren't as bad as the record indicates. They put up a good fight, but they just don't have the pieces yet. The Ravens are confusing. Baltimore Ravens, I don't think you can trust them. Can you trust the Ravens going forward in the playoffs? If you're a Ravens fan, you know, if they make the playoffs, which uh, they, sh- they should. Um, Lamar Jackson's a beast in fantasy football, but um, they came back and won. But, man, that was a hard-fought major comeback against a, a mediocre Vikings team. And certainly the Vikings season is over and has been. Uh, Kirk Cousins just can't win. He can't win important big games. Never has. And he probably never will. It's just some guys aren't that guy. Uh, Patriots won an ugly game against the Panthers. All right. I live in North Carolina. I'm a Washington football fan. I was a Washington football fan before the Panthers were here when I was, uh, was much younger. And I stayed that way. But I do watch a lot of Panthers games. They're always on, and I, you know, I cheer for them. I go to them. I'm probably going to go to one here in a week or two. Joe Brady, and look, he was a phenom at LSU as a offensive coordinator. They had the best offense in the history of college football. I think Alabama surpassed that last year. But they bring him in. 
They looked pretty good last year with Teddy Bridgewater. McCaffrey being out hurt them. The roster wasn't great. They had a good, their offense was pretty straight, though. They had some good weapons with uh, Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore and then Robbie Anderson last year. I mean, those are three, at least last year, you know, thousand yard receivers each. And Curtis Samuel left for Washington, hasn't played, been injured most of the time. Um, and Robbie Anderson's like non existent. But Sam Darnold is not a good quarterback. Sam Darnold is a backup quarterback now. He should be a backup. He has the arm talent. He can make all the throws. He just doesn't make good decisions. When he plays against bad teams, he can look okay. Sometimes he can look pretty good. He plays against mediocre teams. He looks pedestrian. He plays any team with any sort of defense. He looks like a second or third string quarterback. But with that being said, Panthers fans deserve better than what Joe Brady and their offense and Matt Rule have decided to do. I'm watching the game and I see, oh, Christian McCaffrey's back. Let's start this off, the scripted 15 plays. I said to my wife, I go, guarantee, first down, they're going to run the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Second down, run the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Third down, throw a five-yard slant somewhere. Boom, boom, boom. Three and out right away. It's just so, if I can predict it, you know, I love sports, but if I can predict it, that, that's a problem. You don't think that Bill Belichick and his weird serial killer-looking son can predict what's going to happen um, when the Panthers are playing? And they took almost zero shots down the field, not even trying to stretch the field. They, they're so conservative on offense. It's an embarrassment the way they're running their offense. Christian McCaffrey deserves better. Robbie Anderson deserves better. He's not playing well, but what's going to happen? They don't take it. He's a deep threat. And they say, oh, he's not open. No, they show plays where these guys are running free and Sam Darnold just doesn't see him. Or he's so concerned with uh, turning the ball over that he's throwing these quick outs or quick slants. And, and I mean, how many balls have to get knocked down before they, they make an adjustment, maybe have roll, roll out of the pocket, maybe some play action passing, something. I mean, two picks again. I mean, so we've got nine interceptions or so and fumbles, but nine interceptions in, I think, the last four or five games. He's what the Jets had. We thought it was the Jets' problem. No, Sam Darnold is a problem. And I know when you feel limited at quarterback, well, then, then he shouldn't be out there. And I know their backup is not great. Um, I don't know his name, PJ something. Uh, so they don't really have good options there, but at least take a chance. It's just, I, it was infuriating to watch how conservative they were, run, 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 and then an obvious throw on third and 10 or third. The off, it'd make it too easy for the defense. It's like either, you know, it seems like aggression wins in this world. You won't always win, but you give yourself a better chance, and they're, they're not an aggressive offense. Their play calls are not aggressive, and it's an embarrassment. It's embarrassing to watch that on TV, what the product that Joe Brady is putting out on offense because they have a good defense. I mean, they had a middle-of-the-road offense this is a playoff team, for sure. Their defense is young. Their defense is aggressive. Their defense, you know, turned the Patriots over twice in the first half, and they did nothing with it, just nothing with it. So either get rid of Sam Darnold, cut him, or let him let him say, look, we're going to take chances. I'd rather see him throw a pick on a 40-yard or 50-yard bomb than these stupid, short, predictable plays. Um, I don't know. It's just an embarrassment to watch and the Panthers fans and fan base deserve better than what the offense has given them. I don't know. At least be aggressive. Sorry for the rant, but, you know, Panthers fans, just they deserve way better. 
Other than that, other storylines, you know, I mean, you got the Falcons, they upset the Saints, kind of. The Saints are running with a backup quarterback. The Falcons are kind of sneaking up with a couple wins here and there. The Bills, another embarrassing performance. I say another because this is a team that started the year off with an embarrassing performance, then blew out a bunch of teams. Looking back, team's not very good that they blew out. But 6-9 to nine against Jacksonville? Josh Allen looked like Sam Darnold. I mean, he looked terrible. He's watching like this is this is the most boring game I've ever seen, and they're and don't tell me the Jags have a good defense. Go look at how many ten point to fourteen to fifteen point losses the Jaguars have on the season, and in the NFL that's not easy to do. That's not easy. It's not easy to be a beat a team by seven, let alone double digits on a consistent basis. And the Jaguars um, hold them to six with all those weapons. You hold them to six. That's what I'm saying. There's like really no. Who in the AFC do you trust? Don't trust the Bills. They're 5-3. and three. I think two of the losses, ugly. One, whatever. I mean, you can go back. The Patriots, no. They're beating up bad teams, and like the Panthers. The Ravens, do you trust them? No. Chargers, no. Who? Who do you trust? Who do you trust in the AFC to do something? The Titans? Maybe. Actually, the Derrick Henry thing's is but that's that's the thing. What do you do about the Derrick Henry situation? I mean, the Titans with Derrick Henry, yes, they would be the favorites currently in the AFC. Do you trust the Browns? One week they're scoring ten points, the next week they're scoring forty-one. A lot of questions. Usually, usually things start to get answered the further you go on in the NFL season. I have more questions than ever after Week Nine than I can ever remember in any NFL season, uh, probably in the last ten years. Like, who do you trust? And who do you think is going to make a deep run? Because right now, the only team that looks like they can are the Cardinals. That's the only team I would trust. And if Aaron Rodgers gets back, um, those are two teams that can make it to the conference championship. Other than that, I mean, some of these teams they, that are going to make the playoffs don't deserve to make the playoffs. But that's the way it's going to go. So that is my recap of Week 9. Again, the big stories, um, for the most part, is the Rams just looking like they've never played a down of football. They look shook at home um, against the Titans. The Titans winning a big game there. Um, I think, you know, another big story, the Bills have come back down to earth. Um, The Jacksonville Jaguars should not have won at all, let alone uh, 9-6. to It's like a decent baseball score. Um, And I I think the, the other thing, the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals are legit. You... Win with Colt McCoy against the 49ers on the road, and he completes 80% plus of his passes. It's a well-coached team, and the media was wrong about the, about that again. Uh, their coach coming out, oh, he's never even won in college. How dare he? How dare he get a coaching position? Well, guess what? He made a tough decision right away. They had a um, Josh Rosen as quarterback, the 12th pick, just the year before, and said, "Don't want him. I want Kyler Murray." A lot of people wouldn't have done that. They said, no, sir, let's give this guy a chance. Nope, he knew what he wanted, came in, and and now they're the hottest team in the NFL. So it shows how much the media knows when it comes to coaches and coaching hires and and what's what's going to happen. And I guess me included, although I didn't I didn't dislike the hire. I was a young guy, knows offense, he likes Kyler Murray. Let's see what he can do. Uh, but anyway, there's some some of the big stories. I think the biggest overall story is we don't know what's going to happen. And is that good for the NFL? I think so. I think there's more intrigue. Sometimes it's nice to have a 
like a Patriots to hate, where even the Chiefs were like they're fun to watch. You're like, oh, this team should win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl. We don't have that this year. Uh, the closest thing, I guess, would be the Cardinals, but can you trust them because there's no track record of them doing that in recent years? All right, thanks again for listening to Jared Talk Sports. Make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe um, to where it says, actually it says Jared and Katie in the morning slash Jared Talk Sports. We put Jared Talk Sports to come up. Hit subscribe to get the updates when they come in. Again, if you have anything you want to talk about, you have a take that you want to present to me and you want to be on the podcast, I'm cool with that. You got, a, you got a take about your team, you want something you want me to cover, you want to be a part of it, that's cool. Just email me, Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at 1075kzl.com. All right, appreciate you listening.